Welcome to Tech Connect. I am your host, RJ Ledesma. Here in Tech Connect, we ask you to tell your story, present your idea, champion Filipino technology ingenuity, promote a smarter and, of course, sustainable Philippines. Find partners, investors, and like-minded individuals who will help you flourish and bring your innovations to life. TechConnect is an online tech show and podcast organized by our good friends, Multisys Technologies Corporation, in collaboration with Podcast Network Asia, Ideaspace, and Kubo Philippines. Now, the objective of Multisys and its initiative is to connect the entire tech community and create a better ecosystem for all of us promote Filipino technologies and innovators, and create an avenue for them to reach their goals, which include uh, not just promoting their products and services, but also to reach more clients, connect with incubators or investors, inspire others, and of course, showcase proudly made Filipino technology. Joining us here today are guest panelists from the United Nations Development Program, or the UNDP Philippines. She is the program analyst and gender focal Karen Dominique Brillantes. Karen, thank you so much for joining us. Welcome to Tech Connect. Hi, RJ. Thank you for the opportunity to be here and happy to participate in this conversation. Thanks so much. I'm actually very excited, Karen, to get more of your insights into better understanding how we can b- combine the UNDP goals together with our tech goals here in the Philippines. So again, Karen, thank you so much. Joining us here as well is Kubo Innovation Hub and Ideaspaces Head of Startup Development. Alwin Rossell. Alwin, welcome to the show. Thank you very much, RJ, and thank you for inviting me. I'm looking forward to sharing this panel with all these wonderful ladies. Thank you. Again, thank you so much. Yes, I'm, I'm the only thorn among the roses here uh, this afternoon on our program. And you know what? I'm very excited, Alvin, because you know from the wealth of the different startups you've worked with in both Ideaspace and Kubo, I'm sure that our guest here today will learn a lot from you. Now, our featured innovator today is Filipino Home-Based Moms, or FH Moms. And I'm truly, truly impressed by the founder of FH Moms and what she has done to be able to help our work-at-home moms, especially during this pandemic, to get through these very trying times. Now, FH Moms began as a community for Filipina home-based mothers, which eventually grew into a social enterprise that empowers home-based Filipino moms to pursue their passions in freelancing, in parenting, and entrepreneurship by providing training and job opportunities through its platforms. And here to represent FH Moms is their fabulous CEO and co-founder, MK Bertulfo. MK, bakit ba mga fans mo sa FH Moms? Hi, RJ and uh, to TechConnect. Thank you so much for having us here. This is a great opportunity for our community to at least share our advocacy and be featured as a startup company here in your show. Very happy to have you, MK. I would love to hear your story in just a bit. And I would love for you to share your inspiring story in just a bit. But before that, on behalf of Multisys Technologies Corporation, I would just like to share why we think that MK and FH Moms is such a great organization that we can tech connect with, especially when it comes to both e-commerce and social enterprise. Because since a lot of MSMEs or small businesses have been affected by this pandemic, 
Multisys has foreseen that e-commerce will continue to play a very big role, especially as we move forward in the new normal and even the next normal. So recently, we just launched the multi-store solution. And the multi-store solution comprises the platform's delivery box, pay box, and store box. Now, these are not Starbucks, but the store box. It's an end-to-end online shopping, e-grocery, and cloud kitchen system with door-to-door delivery service and e-payment features. So it sort of solves a lot of pain points that are currently being experienced by a lot uh, of these small businesses which need to get off the ground. They're not really techie uh, and they, they, they can't spend a lot on technology or capital. So the pain point is going to be addressed through the multi-store solution. Now, let's get the ball rolling. I want to go back right now to MK. And you know what, MK, for people to better understand really what FH Moms is all about. So let's say in a nutshell, you, you were going to go to what elevator pitch. You're going to tell people, okay, FH Moms is a dot, 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 dot. What is FH Moms? So people can get a better understanding. So FH Mom started as a Facebook community in 2017. And since then, I've been roaming around the country to teach about uh, freelancing and entrepreneurship. And after that, I was able to hire uh, mommy trainers who can teach other topics that I can no longer teach. And since the pandemic, we were able to scale up to becoming a social enterprise and launch other uh, programs through our computer rent-to-own, our job matching initiatives, and even uh, promotions to our SMEs inside the community. We're actually doing a lot of things to help Filipino families and our community members so that they can earn and at the same time just stay at home and be with their families. Thanks so much. It, it alleviates a lot of the problems or, or mental stress and actually economic stress that many home-based moms are experiencing here right now. But just so that I guess that we are all on the same page, you know, the word social enterprise is often used very loosely. Maybe our friend from the UNDP, Karen, can you give us a better understanding of what is a social enterprise and how do you become a social enterprise? You know, RJ, actually, in the conversations that we've been having with different stakeholders of the Innovation for Social Impact Partnership Project, which aims to support the social entrepreneurship ecosystem, many have been telling us that there's actually no strict definition of social enterprise in the Philippines and that poses some problems for the sector. But I guess a quick way to define social enterprise is that it is not your regular business that's just concerned with profits, but it also has impact at its core. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're, you're doing business in support of some cause. Well, for UNDP, it's really supporting the, the SDGs or the Sustainable Development Goals. So I guess that's how we can simply, how we can define social enterprises in a nutshell. Yeah. And, and having said that, just further to that one, it doesn't mean that also that if you're a social enterprise, you're not supposed to make a profit. Diba? I mean, I mean, I'm just trying to clarify because some people might think that oh, social enterprise, bonus profit. But how are you supposed to perceive social enterprise? Well, social enterprises, of course, just, just like any business, you know, it has to thrive, it has to be financially sustainable. But what sets it apart from a regular business is that a social enterprise is quite it's intentional about the impact it is making in the communities it's supporting. For instance, in the case of FH Moms, so they're supporting a community of women, of mothers. Mm-hmm. So it's that intentionality in terms of the impact they're making that that's uniquely social enterprise characteristic. Well, thanks so much for clarifying for that, Karen. It makes things better as we move forward with this discussion. 
Now, the next question, MK, you know, as, as I look at your organization, you know, at, uh, earlier on, I was telling people that, you know, what's the purpose really of TechConnect? And TechConnect, you know, it's, it's several things. We ask you to, you know, present your idea or champion Filipino technology and ingenuity. Over here, we, we're here to help, to help you, whether it is to promote products or services, reach clients, connect with incubators, investors, inspire others, or showcase Filipino technology. For you, what do you think is your is, is your why in being part of the Tech Connect community? What what is the why or the ask of FH Moms? With FH Moms, even if we are already in uh, the, the tech community in the tech industry, we still struggle when it comes to the platform, the technology that we're trying to build. As a new founder, it's one of my struggles to look for someone who could help me in terms of the development of our platform. Because what we're trying to do here is big. It's huge. We're trying to come up with a one-stop shop platform. And now we're at the first stage, which is just e-learning. We're doing the rest of the programs manually. And we're hoping that in the future, three-year help is we can have an end product that will uh, help more people in the future. Yes. Wow. And having said that, I can see that a light bulb has lit up in the head of our good friend from Kubo, uh, Alvin over here, because basically that's what they do. I'm sure, Alvin, that you've seen many organizations, social enterprise or non-social enterprise that have come to you that look exactly uh, or have a same similar profile to what FH Moms is here right now. And how exactly, if they join Kubo, what, what can you identify from them as being the characteristics that they can that, that can be further, I guess, in, improved or innovated so that they can truly grow as an organization or really leverage technology as part of their, their, their growth. For starters, just to share, RJ, you know, we've met MK a couple of years ago when mm. FH Moms was still young. I think, if I'm not mistaken, they were part of the very, some of the very first programs and activities of Kubo, and we've seen them grow. FH Moms community has been growing and we, when we look back and we see how it much have grown and how it leveraged on technology to build that community. Mm -hmm. Because prior to the pandemic, you know, it's very easy to hold these community events and what have you. We can host them at the Kubo HQ and have a gathering. But now when with this pandemic and, you know, everything is going digital and moving to a modernization or a modern workplace, we are looking at it that FH Moms, we can support them further by connecting them with all of our partners who are in the tech side. You know, like for Multisys, we can connect them and have them, their, let's say, developers help MK develop that one-stop shop platform. We are also looking at that as, as the FH Moms community grow. We can also look into them growing their user base, leveraging on Absolutely. the technology that's available, right? We see them partnering with more communities through our online platforms. You know, they're part of the Facebook community program. They've been part of the Kubo community. Um, we've recently partnered with them for the MomCon. We're in, we would want to really leverage on the technology that's available right now, which is online learning, online events, upskilling, trainings, leveraging on all the technology that we have, especially the reach of the social media. It's very important also when we look into them as scaling for FH months to grow further and, you know, get to a level where they're really tech-enabled, you know, shifting it from 
the basics like the manuals, the modules, and all looking into e-learning, LMS, as they would want to reach more mommies in their communities and have them on board in this virtual platform of FH Moms. Hi, I'm RJ Ledesma. Get inside the heads of the country's sharpest and most innovative business personalities and entrepreneurs. Hack your way to success as you learn more about how they think about business. What are their best practices and success secrets? How do they innovate their businesses during the pandemic? And what opportunities do they see in the new normal? Join me on the RJ Ledesma podcast. Well, thanks so much. Very happy to hear about Kubo's support almost from the very start of FH Moms. And if you allow me to speak on behalf of Multisys, I mean, I'm seeing also a lot of different opportunities which are emerging right now. And I really look at it like as an entrepreneur, we're here to solve pain points. And I think one of the first pain points really for you know FH Moms, and it's a low-hanging fruit, I must say, you know, because I'm sure that there are also at-home moms who are producing their own products for retail, for selling online or social selling or whatever selling that they have. And one of the big pain points that they have is, you know, what's the payment platform? What's the delivery platform, right? And that, that's really what the multi-store platform uh, was produced by, by Multisys. So it's really a place where, for example, you can have FH Moms platform where you can put everything there into that platform. Uh, it's your own platform, but at the same time, uh, they also have the, the payment already available there. So the, the payment tools are available there. You can have almost all the payment plans there. So before, what does the plan end if they pay you? Please send me a screenshot that you have paid, right? I mean, and that's a long process, right? I mean, that, that's very hard for a small entrepreneur. That's what they solve in the multi-store problem. And the next one is also, pag deliver, gusto ng kliyente mo, di ba? Na ikaw mismo yung mag-deliver or ikaw yung mag-aayos ng, ano, ng, ng delivery. So what happens is that you, you have to make the effort of calling up the, the different delivery partners. But then their delivery box is actually a delivery aggregator already whose algorithm works with getting the nearest delivery person to your house. So that way, it really solves for you that big problem of helping small home-based Filipino moms with their products or for the retail products. If they're selling food or non-food items, it can be done through there. And they don't have to focus on the technology part or the delivery part or the payment part. They can focus on creating good products. But the second thing, and you might not have known this one, is that we actually have school box. It's for the upskilling purpose. So for example, it was really built. Uh, it was purposely built as an academic digital platform that supports online distance learning modalities. So it's placing them all together there, MK, which, which, uh, which Multisys can also help you with. And, and the last thing is that job box. These are for the job placements which you need. So the thing we want to put out over here, now, especially for people like MK or for people listening to TechConnect, is that there is no need to always reinvent the wheel, right? There's people like you and DP who can help you with your social enterprise goals if that's what you're involved in. There are people like Kubu who can connect you to network or investors. Or there are people like in that ecosystem like Multisys, which already offers those solutions for you. So in other words, if you need to grow it quicker, and right now, you know, time is of the essence, especially during the new normal, uh, there are solutions available to you. Now, moving forward, lang, no, MK, you know, I, I always like to ask people this question when it comes to doing their business, which was really, what was the pain point that led to you creating FH Moms? What was wrong? Uh, give us your situation. What was your job at the time? Did you quit? What were you, ka, ka iinis na, na, na buo yung uh, FH Moms? Prior to uh, creating FH Moms, I'm in the corporate industry. I was a call center back then. 
And the reason why I transitioned to freelancing is because of few things. One is the traffic and then the office politics and then my responsibility as a first time mom to my two year old son back then. So when I started FH Moms and people started joining, we shared the same challenges. So it's the same for a lot of moms inside the community. And I asked them, what are the pain points that they have? And they answer that they don't have the resources, meaning they don't have stable internet connection. They don't have a laptop or a desktop. The opportunities is, is not available for them. That is why some of the moms in the rural areas would go to the city or uh, abroad just to look for jobs. And they're overwhelmed with the information that they are getting. And it's hard for them to look for someone who could really help them. Others would say that they are not being supported by their family members, even their husband. They are emotionally pressured by the expectation from the society. So those are the things that they told me personally, because they, they, we, we have this connection uh, with our moms. And I feel that this pain point that I mentioned earlier were one by one being solved by FH moms. Okay. So having said that, no, I hope you don't mind. So we, we can get to this a bit more so people can learn from your example. This was initially a Facebook community. How did you build that community? How did you get traction for that community? Because, uh, you know, to my mind, there are also other organizations which might have similar goals to you and might have been ahead of you in the game or had, have had first mover advantage. But what made FH Moms particularly stand out? What was your uniqueness or your secret sauce that made FH Moms, I guess, a bit more popular or outrank the rest? Sure, if I can call it like secret sauce. But when I started FH Moms, it's uh, the first community that caters to moms. And after that, there's a lot of other communities who started their own communities for mom and for women, which is really good. Because before, a majority of the freelancing communities were the general public. And uh, the challenges that these moms are facing is totally different from someone who is a young professional, for example. So with these challenges that we face inside the community and our mommy members, that this is something that we we that help us, you know, understand each other. And it's easier for us to come up with projects because the, the problems that we're solving are our own problems. Okay. It's always good to solve your own problems, right? Like I often say, diba, kung naiinis ka sa isang bagay at ako na yung naiinis sa isang bagay, kung masolve ko yan, dyan tayo kikita ng pera. Diba? I mean, that's, that's basically, from an entrepreneur, that's how you do it. Like if you solve a mutual problem, that's where you go. And, and when you did that, no, you, you found, in a nutshell, you found that it was what became the most important program or let's say the anchor program or flagship program really of FH Moms. I know, if I'm not mistaken, it's about learning, right? Or upskilling. But what particular upskilling, reskilling program really became sort of like this is the banner project that everybody wanted to get into? So I never really thought FH Moms will grow this big. We're now at 365,000 members. And in 27... Wow. Yes. All I want is just to share how I did it, how I landed my job, how I was able to answer all the interview questions, how I created my resume. Uh, so I, I did a lot of Facebook Live sessions in the past. And then people started requesting if I can do a face-to-face training, if I can create a course. So they're the ones who requested for me to do it, actually. So but this is the start of FH Moms being a business. I was pushed to register FH Moms as a sole group during that time because of this demand how did you scale sorry this is this is me i mean 
I'm amazed. Like I, I have to tell you, I, I have my own website for Mercato for my business. I'm a hundred. I'm a hundred forty thousand at my peak. You are three hundred sixty-five thousand since two thousand seventeen. How did you scale to to that many people from that period of a time? What, what, what was your growth strategy to get them on board? Was it all organic? It is all organic. Uh, we just did Facebook ads when uh, the pandemic started because there's a lot of competitors that joined the, the, the freelancing industry. But what I think works for us is the word of mouth. So our moms who benefited from our programs uh, shared about our programs, our initiatives to their mom friends and to their family members. So that is how we started. And then there's a lot of organizations, a lot of individuals who supported us, UNBP, Kubo. Uh, that's why we were able to grab a lot of opportunities during those times that help us expand our numbers. Wow, thanks so much, MK. What a truly inspirational story. If you're watching here right now, let's give our virtual round of applause because this is a truly impressive story. Now, I want to go back to Karen here right now. Karen, can I just ask, you know, why does it resonate with you, what, particularly what MK is doing with FH Moms? Just because I'm coming from the perspective that, yes, the UNDP there is there to help. If you don't mind, why choose FH Moms versus other organizations to assist? And, and what is the type of assistance that they can get from UNDP? Is it financial? Is it capacity building? What exactly does UNDP, I hope you don't mind, how, what do they bring to the table to help FH Moms grow? And why, is it, why does it make sense to work with them? FH Moms is one of the social enterprises supported under the Innovation for Social Impact Partnership Project. So I think she's part of the second batch, if I'm not mistaken. So one of the things that we look at when selecting uh, social enterprises to support is their impact. So they, they need to have that clear articulation of the impact the business is creating. And I think FH Moms was able to clearly demonstrate that they are okay. really doing something for, for a community. You know, and, and that is supportive of, of the SDGs, one of the SDGs, or actually maybe not just one, but definitely gender equality. I forget the SDG, but it has something to do with poverty, um, economic empowerment of women. Well, her story resonates with me because, you know, we have been working with other women entrepreneurs also in other projects who have a similar story. And they also similar the same pain points that MK shared with us. So there, I feel like what MK is doing with FH Moms, you know, it's really something that that we see as UNDP as something that's needed by a lot of our stakeholders, you know, by a lot of women and women entrepreneurs especially. So, so I, I also agree that her story is really actually uh, very inspiring. Oh, and then in terms of assistance that they get from the UNDP, is it financial? Is it capacity building? What, what, what exactly do you provide for them? Mm-hmm. Or connections or networking? Right. For, for the ESIP project, so that's actually a program. That's a project that includes education, entrepreneurship, and policy. So we, we provide support for the ecosystem as a whole. But for the social enterprises, we provide technical assistance, so capacity building. So they, they go through a lot of learning sessions, and we have a social impact accelerator program. I think FH Moms under, underwent that program. In the process, we are able to connect them to a big network of funders, of impact investors, and mentors in different areas, in various areas, technical support. We also were able to provide them with legal assistance, accounting. So all those things that a business needs to thrive and to grow. But aside from that, we're actually going to have another, well, an extension of the project. So 
So those are the kinds of support that they're able to get. But I think for UNDP, what's more important is that we are able to to give the social enterprises like a clear way to to identify their impact. Because for us, that's important to measure and manage their impact. So aside from growing as a business, so they also have to to grow in that area. So that's what we provide. Fantastic. Thanks so much, Karen. I want to ask MK, what was the biggest thing that you picked up from the ESIP program, Accelerator Program with UNDP? What was the, the biggest takeaways from you when you went there? It's actually our first Accelerator Program. So UNDP is the first organization to trust FH moms, aside from Google. So with the learning sessions, we learned a lot. We're not registered during that time as a corporation. They were able to help us with our legal, with our accounting and the business operations side. So the learning sessions are really helpful. And the fund uh, that we received during that time, uh, we're able to help 55 moms for their training and then paid internship. So imagine it's a successful program that we did with UNDP. And I cannot measure uh, how much help we got from them from from the connections as well. We've been connected to a lot of organizations through their help. Well, thanks. Great to hear that, Karen. And thanks so much, UNDP and, of course, uh, ESIP. Now, moving forward, no, I, I want to talk a bit more about, you know, really growing the company. And what I often say is that, you know, it's the word is how do you scale the business? And, you know, scale is a word that's usually used by, by tech startup companies because it means that, you know, you're supposed to be able to, and I don't know if you measure your social enterprise the same way, no, but, you know, usually when you say, I want to scale the business, it means basically the business must be tech enabled and use tech to be able to grow the business exponentially, Right. And so we're, what we're looking at right now is l- learning platforms, right? which is it, how, how do we scale that? Job matching, how do we scale that? You know, th- these are things which are scalable, right? What, what are your current plans for that? But then after that one, I'm going to ask also the Cuba what they think they can help, how they can help you guys scale as well. So what are your plans for growth really for, uh, for FH Moms? We partnered with another tech startup company that helped us build our platform. And then right now, because we're trying to build features from e-learning to job matching to e-commerce. And now we're at the e-learning stage. So Mm -hmm. we were able to upload all of our videos, but we're not yet in the job matching. Everything we're doing in FHMOS except e-learning is still manually done. Our advertising is a van in our social media pages. So we work with a lot of local and international brands and promote them in our social media. Our job matching, we do it through our recruitment team where we find local and international clients to hire a virtual assistant from us. And our webinars still inside the community. So our social media is, is a great part of the tech drive that we're doing right now. Thanks so much, MK, for giving us a clearer picture of where you guys are going and how you're growing the business. Hi, I'm Neil Dimapilis. Come listen to my podcast called 5-Minute Social Media Tips with Neil. In this podcast, I'll be sharing tips, tricks, and strategies on social media in a span of five minutes. Available in all major podcast platforms. Powered by Podcast Network Asia and Podmetrics. How about Kubo? Alvin, what do you think also? No, I mean, you've seen different formulas for scale or 
how to take enterprises like this one and, and, and grow them bigger. What are your thoughts also on how, how Kubo or in general, how how what strategies they can take to further scale or grow the company? I think for FH Moms, MK have been has started it right already. You know, mm-hmm. they've been partnering with a lot of tech startups and corporations as well. I think for you to be tech enabled, you have to have the brightest minds in terms of you know tech development. If let's say one is very focused on building the community, you have to have that good balance of having a person in the team that's very much into tech. So I think for, for the scaling side, looking into how you can leverage on the use of technology. MK earlier mentioned that she used to do face-to-face trainings. Mm-hmm. The modules are hard copy. Now, you know, you have when you scale, you think big, right? You have to think of how do you I plug in LMS? If let's say this is a paid engagement. Okay. For or, people who might not be familiar, I don't LMS. Uh, yes. Uh-huh. learning management system. So that's LMS. So sorry. So because right now, even the schools are using these online systems, right, for training, for learning, and what have you. So I think for you to scale, FH Moms will want to assess what are the resources available. So if, let's say, Kubo can provide that mentoring, the access to our network. MMK would, would also want FH wants to look into what are the technology available. There are already existing platforms. We would want them to see how they can collaborate with other startups because we would want it to be a community of founders helping founders also, right? Mm-hmm. So that would be very much encouraged that. I think having a good network as MK has mentioned, they've had partnerships that would help them scale. Again, looking into the expertise, the technology available of these partners, they can make it happen. It's very important that it's a collaborative effort and you're always open to adapting new technology. Because in a snap of a finger, tomorrow, even though let's say you have 335,000 people using your platform, tomorrow there might be something new. So we would always want to leverage on, you know, our being adaptive to these technologies that are available. And, you know, Siguro just to share, um, we at Kubo will support that. What Our network is MK's network. So if ever she needs help in terms of like the technology development, you know, investors or even at least users to be, you know, the guinea pigs of this new platform yeah. that MK is, is doing, we're very much open to helping and supporting women founders because, you know, it's very rare that we get a yes, women founder. Yes, that's right. right that's right. So this, happy, so happy to see MK growing. In this startup oh. community where men are dominating. So we would want to push more MKs, more FH moms in the Philippine startup ecosystem. That's right. And I also want to amplify what is a statement over, over this one? That that you know, MK, that you know, in case if you're looking for technologies which are already in place, we're we're open to work with different partners. Like I said, we've got job box, we've got school box, we've got multi-store. And all these apps are really just, you know, they're already there. They, we just customize it for your specific industry. So take a look at what we have to offer. And we're very glad to, to show you around the Avengers Hall of Fame over there at Multisys, if you've been to the office of Multisys. Now, having said that, I mean, you know, I wish we had more time for the discussion. But I think what I really want to also find out from you, MK, is this one. This pandemic, of course, you know, everybody says it's, it's almost the same thing. You know, you all have to pivot, pivot, pivot during this time. And for you, Naman, you're already FH moms, you're already home-based moms, right? So they didn't have to leave. We know that technology was already your partner from the very start. 
But but what further innovations or changes did you have to make for FH Moms to become harder working because of this pandemic? So with FH Moms, I just wanted to share before I answer you that what we've been doing in FH Moms is really life-changing. I received daily messages from these moms that they landed a job, they got a new house, they got a new car, they have their HMO now. And it's it's heartwarming to see these moms grow from this to this. And looking at the other startups who are uh, scaling fast, I'm at this point now that I just wanted to focus on helping our community members start doing a lot of projects for them. We're exploring, aside from e-learning, we're exploring our computer rent-to-own program, our job matching. We're doing a lot of internships in partnership with different startup companies as well. So imagine we're doing a lot of things. We're exploring different business models just to find the perfect project or technology for this mom so that they can, again, just stay with their family during this pandemic. Okay. Uh, just a question. Like you said, you said earlier on as you were talking business model, if you don't mind me asking, what exactly is the business model for FH Moms? How does FH Moms make money? Are you, are you sort of like the middleman over here? That's how the money is made? So FH Moms has different e-learning programs. We have our one-month program that is called um, Mastery Courses. We have our short courses, which are all pre-recorded videos. And then we all we also do one-on-one mentorship. So basically, these moms just pay a one-time payment for whatever e-learning product they want to do to avail. And then for our job matching, we have different packages for local and international clients so that they can hire either an individual or a team. And then we have packages as well for our advertising. So that's basically how FH Moms earn. And then our projects are all funded by a part of the, the income that we're getting and then from the grants that we're receiving from different organizations. Got that. And what are the innovations that you put into place as a result of this pandemic? I, I'm very interested. You were already online. You le- you've been leveraging online or technology for the longest time. But what made things different during this pandemic? our platform during the pandemic, like first week of the lockdown, we even launched our computer rent-to-own that same week because we were able to uh, get a big client, a call center company that hired uh, 200 work-from-home employees from us. So I can say that the pandemic opened a lot of opportunities for our community, given that we're already in the tech industry. Wow, bravo. Really great news to hear. And as we continue to, to wrap up this discussion, MK, I'm just curious to find out where do you see FH Moms five years from now? Three years ago, when when I started FH Moms, all I wanted is to just, you know, help few of my friends. And now at this time, I wanted to to, to see FH Moms with more successful women entrepreneurs. Because before, all I wanted them is just to get a job. And they're so happy and grateful with Kubo because they trusted us and they partnered with us to start a new program, which is called FH Mom Startup Month. And we're doing a lot of things in order to promote digital entrepreneurship. We're doing MomCon, which is an online conference. We're doing our first ever hackathon, which is called MomCon. We're also launching Mom Academy. So I feel that this is just the start of another community that we will be building, which will focus on digital entrepreneurship apart from uh, freelancing, which has been very successful in the past years. Very, very exciting. There's a lot of empowering going on for our Filipino home-based moms. And having said all that one, I just want to go back to Karen again. Karen, uh, you know, as, as you've heard all the goals that has been espoused 
by MK. What will UNDP continue to do to help them out? But also, what, what can UNDP continue to do to help other social enterprises as well who might be interested to work together with UNDP? Well, I guess for, for MK, as part of the previous cohorts of the ESA project, of course, she will always be welcome to participate in projects, especially as we are developing a new one, like a new phase of the ESA project. And then for for other social entrepreneurs wishing to do the same, well, they can, yeah, and say, I, I can't talk about it yet. Like I said, we are still developing the project, but yeah, we will be having a new phase of the project and we are actually excited about it because our focus will be on, before, because it's for the businesses that are already at the acceleration stage, but we will be focusing now on social enterprises that are really just starting out. So for incubation. So people can just watch out for our announcements about the project. Yeah. So yeah, but we'll be continue to we'll continue to provide the support that we have provided MK and all the other social enterprises that we have supported before. Again, thank you so much, Miss Karen Dominique Brillantes from the UNDP. And having said that, I want to go back to Alvin. Alvin, you're seeing right now the the success that the map towards the success for MK. What are your further recommendations for them to grow as a company, and also for other startups who want who want to take a similar route to MK? What would be your recommendations or your inspirations for them? Siguro for MK, I think the recommendations is that you just you know if you have that heart and the passion, which we all see in MK, she just needs to you know always take that plunge and continue in advocating for women entrepreneurship, women empowerment. We will, at Kubo and Idea Space, we'll always continue to help MK. You know, in all of the activities that we do, we are always looking at the women empowerment. So we would want to have more women founders. As MK mentioned, we just launched the FH Mom Startup Month and we want to empower more women founders and be part of the startup ecosystem. So for the others who would want to be, you know, part of the startup industry, maybe through FH Mom's community or not, Kubo has a lot of programs that we offer our startups whether you're in the ideation stage or in the scaling stage, we have, let's say, community events, capacity building activities, and we encourage everyone to join that. Because if you have questions, if you are iffy about joining or becoming an entrepreneur, I think you attending all the activities that we have in Kubo and Idea Space will help you decide faster that, yes, I want to be a tech entrepreneur also and, you know, be a part of this revolution that we empower women, we empower everyone to be, you know, a part of the growing and progressing Philippine startup ecosystem. Thank you so much, Alvin Rosal of Kubo and of course Ideaspace and MK. You know what? The, the story seems like, you know, you were actually an accidental entrepreneur, right? uh, You know, you stepped into it and you, you know, it was very serendipitous. The opportunity was available. You just took it. There are many entrepreneurs and tech entrepreneurs listening here right now. What would be your words for them? You know, as you know, as they take their very tentative steps towards entrepreneurship, should I do this? Should I stick it out in a career? Should I give up my entrepreneurship dreams or should I continue? What, how would you like to inspire those people that are listening to you right now? This pandemic has left us no choice but to try entrepreneurship, really. Like, if you're if you're not earning that much in your 9-to-5 job, definitely entrepreneurship is the way to go. 
So if you are afraid uh, to enter either the tech industry or whatever business you would like to start, I highly recommend joining uh, communities such as Kubo, such as FH Moms, and watch shows like this so that uh, you can learn from the founders, from the experts, because that is what I did in the past years. I started joining a lot of pitching competitions, a lot of networking events just to just to learn uh, from, from my fellow founders. So I'm so happy that I, I get a lot of support. And here we are now. I, I really hope that we can inspire more people, not just moms, not just women, but all the Filipinos to start their own business. Fantastic. And again, on behalf of Multisys Technologies Corporation, we're here to support MK, FH Moms, and all other entrepreneurs who need to become better tech-enabled. If you've got pain points, we're listening to you. We've probably heard some of your solutions in the past, and we're here to continue helping you grow as a business and to showcase Filipino ingenuity. Again, thank you so much, MK Bertulfo, founder of FH Moms. More power to you, more power to UNDP, to Kubo, and of course, to Ideaspace. Again, my name is RJ Ledesma. We will catch you again for the next podcast of Tech Connect. Have a great day ahead. Thanks, guys. The views and opinions expressed by the podcast creators, hosts, and guests do not necessarily reflect the official policy and position of Podcast Network Asia, the hosts of the program, or other programs of the network. Any content provided by the people on the podcast are of their own opinion and are not intended to malign any religion, ethnic group, club, organization, company, individual, or anyone or anything.